It is the far off future. The chrome dripping, neon humming, hyper capitalist scumfuck nightmare of 1999 AD. Your crew of runners operates in the semi legal mercenary twilight between monolithic megacorps, vicious gangs, and downtrodden citizens of the sprawl. The endless urban complex that spans America, annihilating the individuality, culture, and distance that once divided cities. The last mission went pear-shaped. Your leader, Darcy, is in the care of an off-grid sawbones after being ripped to shreds in a hail of drone gunfire. The life support and replacement organs have come at a hefty price, nearly eliminating your balance of creds, and your crew is this close to being torn apart by the unfeeling forces of the market. Luckily, you've got a job. It's desperate. Crazy, wildly ambitious, and wholly ill-advised. It's also the only job willing to front enough credits to keep the lights on. Your anonymous client has tasked you with rescuing the worldwide wrestling superstar and militant anti-capitalist, the Fash Basher, from the clutches of their corporate imprisonment. After the savage beatdown on the walking billboard known as, clouds, as Clout Strife, sub-percentage dips in the stock prices of the victim's various sponsors cause uh, reciprocal retribution. Now, the Fash Basher is being held in a WWW brig in Neo Raymond James Stadium in Florida, ahead of Marsh Madness, while a litany of megacorps bid for the right to publicly execute her live on stage. Only one question stands. Are you bad enough dudes to bash the Fash? Find out soon on... Big Gay Nerds. Hiya, folks. It, I'm Saturn. I am uh, going to be GMing this uh, unexpected continuation of the Worldwide Wrestling Microblock, except we're playing a completely different game. Uh, we're playing, uh, it's called Cyberpunk. It is a hack of lasers and feelings, which you uh, might be familiar with if you have listened to our prior episodes of that. And the, uh, the, the little intro there is a combination of both that game's sort of uh, setting right up as well as the set the setup for the heist that we're going to get up to today. Uh, I'm Like I said before, I'm Saturn, I'm GMing, and let's go in Discord order to introduce everyone, starting with Levi. Uh, uh, hello, I'm Levi, uh, he, they, uh, frequent contributor to the show. I've run D&D, Warhammer Fantasy, uh, Worldwide Wrestling. Um, very glad to be in this game. <laughs> All right, next we got Pixie. Hi, I'm Pixie, and man, I'm pretty frequent now, aren't I? I can't just yeah. say that I pop up occasionally. <laughs> you you have been uh, you have been impressed into our uh, British naval vessel that is big gay nerds. Sad to say, you may no longer just be a guest appearance, but in fact, an actual <laughs> recurring cast member. <laughs> you 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 the last thing you remember is you were hanging out in a bar and you woke up and like you can smell the sea air and a man in a big red coat and funny hat is giving you orders and that's what it's like to that's what it's like to realize that you're no longer a guest star on Big Gas. <laughs> exactly it. <laughs> anyway, uh next on the Discord order, we got Owen. Hey, I'm Owen he him, uh founder and director of Big Gay Nerds. And I'm jazzed to be doing another uh, Lasers and Feelings variant. It seems like one of the easiest systems to hack, which is why I'm glad the person doing this clearly put some effort into it. Yes. Extremely. 
And last, but certainly not least, uh, Sarah. Hey, I'm back after an extremely long absence, like several months. Um, I'm Sarah, she, her. I run another podcast called The Gorge, where I talk about things and stuff with my best friend. Um, because I, I'll be dead in the ground before I stop shilling. Um, mm-hmm. And like I said, I am extremely happy to be back. I like, I I love your John Carpenter song. Saturn. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I, I have I have also we had been on forewarning. That- we were trying to be quiet, but now we're gonna so leave hard. all of the we're gonna leave all of the noises in. <laughs> I I have also been on Sarah's podcast somewhat recently. If y'all yes. uh, have if y'all have played and enjoyed or I guess didn't enjoy, but how could you? Uh the incredible CRPG Disco Elysium. Uh, you should look for the gorgeous episode on that. Please. If you want to hear me, if you want to hear me in a podcast uh, context that is not this, please go listen to the Disco Elysium episode. By the way, the intro is truly something special, um, and also Disco Elysium kicks ass. So yeah. All right, and with that, I think we can get down the brass tacks. Yes, let's do this. So okay. this is a lasers and feelings hack, and as a result, there's a pretty simplified uh, character creation setup. Uh, you kind of got the mission uh, parameters from the intro there. You got a rescue. Uh, you got a res- you've been paid by an anonymous client to rescue the worldwide wrestling superstar, the Fash Basher, uh, because basically they're being held by their parent company. And uh, ahead of March Madness, uh, all the sponsors that their beatdown has screwed over are trying to bid to see who gets to execute them live on stage. <laughs> and this, and you are being paid a lot of money to make sure that doesn't happen. So. Does anyone have any character ideas they'd like to start with? I've got one. If... All right, Owen, let's let's have you lead off. Okay, so there's the normal list of you are a... Well, okay, so I am a savvy former corp employee turned gun-fu master. Excellent. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> um, I believe that my character... So, um, of the... Okay, so the two types of, well, not even two stats. The two factors are cyber or punk. Cyber being tech and rationality and punk being institution and recklessness. Um, You want to roll under for cyber and over for punk. And I believe I'm going to go for, um, I can choose between two and five for my stat. And I'm choosing four. I'm playing a rather cyber character. Okay. All right. Um, Do you have a name? And. What's, yes. yeah, what's your cool ass cyberpunk name? It's not very cool if someone can su- uh, advise a cool alternative to it. Uh, but I figure the street name this guy would have would just be Suit because he still very much bears like the attire and persona of a not just like a corp um, like another like cog but like he is a guy who at least saw himself as something of like a corporate hotshot mm. he was i like think a, suits pretty good yeah. honestly yeah okay yeah um and because uh this cyberpunk setting also has like a little like dash of uh shadow run i'm picturing him as like an elf hell yeah so he's like uh, this elf in a suit with slick back hair and I'm imagining uh, he vaguely looks like Elvis John Wick a little bit. <laughs> maybe a, maybe just a little bit. Um, <laughs> so um, I have an augmentation of my choice. Um, I'm going to say, hmm. 
if you don't want to pick yet, what we can also do is just... I, I think that's the kind of thing where that can come up in play if you want it to come up in play. Okay. Um, uh, I totally sh- know mine next. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll take a little bit to think on this. Um, I get a ranged weapon, which in this case I am choosing a sniper rifle, um, which I will be constantly carrying around in like disassembled form in a suitcase. So he just looks like a businessman in a suitcase most mm-hmm. of the time. Mm-hmm. A melee weapon of my choice, which would be like a pocket-sized taser. Um, a net-enabled personal communication device. Pretty straightforward. I figured, like, a cell phone sort of deal. Yeah. And a sick cyberpunk outfit, which in this case would be a suit, but I feel like because it is cyberpunk, you can sort of see some, like, not wiring, but, like, whatever... <sighs> like, <laughs> not like... Like, what the individual lines and in circuitry are made out of, you know? Oh, but, like, so, like, instead of pinstripes, it's exactly. circuit stripes. Oh, that's so yes. happy. Oh, that's I love it. <laughs> and, like, every here and there, it sort of, like, zigzags away or something like that. Like, maybe it, like, kind of converges on a pocket so that you can, like, charge your phone or whatever while you're wearing it or something like Hell that. Hell yeah, that's that rules. All right. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, and your only goal is to complete the mission and stay alive. Pretty straightforward. Um, so, Sarah, you said you wanted to go, go next? Yes. Uh, oh. Or I guess, Owen, oh, did you think of an augmentation, or do you want to wait till to bring it up later? Um, I think, I'm trying to think, of, like, the thing is, I'm trying to think of something that, like, fits the perfect balance between former corp guy and, like, gunfu guy, and uh-huh. I'm trying... Maybe, like, wired reflexes? Like, uh... Yeah, you know what, I think, yeah, he's got, like... He's got weird stuff in, like, his wrist joints, specifically, not, like, the whole hand. And I think that maybe there's, like, a little, like, you, like, a little USB port where he can, like, actually link up with his gun so that, like, his senses and reflexes are tied Oh, to he's got a smart link. Exactly, Better, right? yes. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm just imagining his guns, like, linked into his wrists and they just become extensions of his body. Yeah. I, this dude's cool. I'm, yeah. I'm glad. You had a great idea to come forward. <laughs> Somebody extremely cool. Yeah. Stellar. All right, Sarah, you said you had an idea on that? Absolutely. Uh, so I'm playing Lex, who is an unhinged ganger, or former ganger turned driver slash pilot. Oh. <laughs> oh, nice. Hell yeah. Um, All right. Because I love playing getaway drivers. That's a cool concept. Um, yeah. And so Lex is going to go uh, full punk. Yeah, let's just do that and say it's a two. Okay, um, nice. Lexus full nice. punk, and uh, their augmentation of choice is um, the only thing I can think of that is appropriately unhinged. I have no idea how it's going to work in gameplay, but by God, I'll find a way. Uh, a completely cybernetic lower half of their face. Ooh, Hell yeah! Okay. <laughs> like a cool, oh. like a cool metal jaw, like right in from Metal Gear Solid. Nice. <laughs> um, ranged oh. weapon of choice is a sawed-off shotgun, and melee weapon of choice is um, tire iron. Yeah, of course, <laughs> of course, <laughs> right. Then you got your PCD and your sick cyberpunk outfit. Sick cyberpunk outfit is um, like coveralls that have been tied around the waist and like the usual tank top underneath kind of look. So, yeah. Nice, nice. 
All right, cool. Uh, Levi or Pixie, which one of you wants to go next? Hmm. I'm going to roll and see what I get and if Ooh. I like it. Yeah. Oh, there's a the, we're, table we're bring, given here. We're bringing the Warhammer energy back to <laughs> <Yeah>. this episode. <laughs> well, one of them is Driver also, but okay, I'm just going to think of something then because we've already got half a party. Um, do you have yeah, anything, do whatever. Levi? Um... I'm getting there. I kind of want to see what the what a roll would give me. Yeah, do it. You're not beholden to it, but hey, if you think it's cool. Yeah, it's a good start. Four, two, and six. That would be a savvy corp employee turned street medic. Oh, so similar so, origins as me, but very different outcome. Yeah. So maybe I can swap some of that. Uh, street medic sounds good. Hmm. Oh, I Maybe naive idea. instead of savvy. Mm. Oh, Keep the rest was... of it the same. Oh, I was thinking of going naive too, but <laughs> I, go ahead, proceed. There, and there, then there, I'll... there are four of you and only six options. So if there's yeah. some overlap, we can have some the world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like that. Uh, nurse, or you know, nurse turn shadow runner. Yeah, because uh, criminals need. Doctors too, so especially naive... people who don't actually have medical licenses. Yeah. So a naive corp street medic. <laughs> yeah, cool. Former corp employee turned street medic. Probably, probably lost their job. <laughs> Understandable. General quackery. Yeah. <laughs> so probably more on the cyber end than the punk end. I'll go for a, a four. Okay. Next, you get to pick your your kick-ass cyberpunk name. Yeah. I was going to say Stitch, but then I remembered that's a Disney creature, so no. (laughs) You were fired Uh. for giving yourself uh, two additional biological arms from an unidentified (laughs) dead body. That's too cool. Oh... This was it, hold on. Was Lilo and Stitch out in 1999? <laughs> no, uh, I think not. No. Unfortunately, no. I think you. I think it got. I think you missed it by a couple. 2002. Of years. Oh, All right. <laughs> so yeah, Stitch it is. Like, sounds, <laughs> he thinks it sounds cool. Stellar. <laughs> All right. Cool. That's mostly what people need is like clothes back up. So. Now you got your augmentation, your range weapon, melee weapon, and outfit to describe what you got. Okay, uh, melee weapon, uh, thinking something like a, like a titanium scalpel or something. Ooh. Ooh. A cyber scalpel. Ooh. Yeah, you know, something, future, you know, the future technology of 1999. <laughs> in, in, I think in, in the fiction, in the, uh, in the retro futurist cyberpunk dystopia, it's probably like, the prop is just like probably a normal scalpel, but it has some cool glowing shit on it that makes it futuristic. Yeah. Has has unspecified cyber powers. Yeah, it's it's got like a uh It's like it's like die coat, you know, mm-hmm. Yeah. Synthetic di- synthetic diamond for the cutting edge to keep it sharp. Something mm-hmm. something ridiculous like that. Uh for augmentation, I'm thinking like eyes some- 
for like a telescopic, maybe microscopic vision. Yeah. Nice. Hell yeah. Uh, ranged weapon. Uh, I feel like something really mundane would be good. So like a just like a shotgun, like a hunting shotgun. Mm-hmm. Uh, net enabled personal communication device, like a like a burner phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, cyberpunk outfit will go. Oh, yeah, we'll do like uh, scrubs, a face mask, and like a like a helmet. Nice, like a yeah. helmet. Yes. Crime doctor. All right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so so Pixie, what are you rolling with? Okay, so I know I'm definitely going for living weapon. Nice. And nice. I am going to invoke my favorite trope, which is one big ass robot arm. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Definitely that. Um, I'm between charming and naive, and either a megacorp heir, a sex bot, or a soldier because we don't have any of those, right? Do we? No. 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 I mean, I think (laughs) I think with one giant arm. I was just saying, soldiers. We all we all showed an admirable restraint around the sex bot option. No, no, no. no, no. I I think I think soldier is the obvious choice, but sex bot is the intriguing choice. (laughs) Yeah. It's like so you're a sex bot, and your your apparatus is your giant robot arm. <laughs> Which is also a weapon. <laughs> Basically, <Soldier>. your fisto. <laughs> no, please. No. Assume I'm the position. my foot down. <laughs> okay, but um, yeah, I, I think and I yeah. would go with naive soldier. Okay, but the sex bot sure. was really tempting. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a, I, yeah, I respect. <laughs> I respect the restraint for none of you having gone for sex bot. <laughs> No one wants to be the first, you know? I would say it absolutely would have been my immediate no questions asked pick if I were making a character for that. (laughs) Um, All right, so you got your thing. What's your uh, score? Your your cyber versus punk score? Hmm. I think I will probably lean more toward punk because I see, like, they were probably, like, trained as a soldier and they were about to, like, they were, like, on their first mission and they got kidnapped and, like, made into a a living weapon. And they have no idea what they're doing so okay. rather than cyber they're more punk because they're not very experienced gotcha okay. so you're thinking like two three it let's see so yeah let's basically three i would say you, you know just pick a number from two from two to five that's but yeah so, three, yeah that's great i am going to retroactively change my number to five simply so that we have one of each oh good <laughs> all right cool it just pleases me <laughs> <laughs> I, I respect it. All right, Pixie, what's uh, this naive living soldiers, living weapon soldiers uh, name? Oh, God, names. The worst. Right. Um, it's so hard to think of something like both super stupid and super cool at the same time. Yeah. As right. required. Hold on. I was going to say something like Black Ops, but that has cops in it. So, mm. obvi- yeah. obviously, uh, uh, an ill omen. <laughs> <laughs> So, from the fantasynamesgenerator.com uh, cyberpunk nickname generator, we have oh my God. some extremely bad ones, if you would like to hear That them. is what I just pulled up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they are oh, really bad. They're just, like, what? Okay, one that I just generated is um, chalk. What? <laughs> chalk. Like, it's in there. Chalk? Like, for writing on the sidewalk? Yeah. All right. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Army is a good place to pick up a bad nickname. Oh man! <laughs> what about um, 
think about having them turn into a living weapon. What about Chop Shop? That's Ooh. true. I, I do like the... I think ARMS is going to be in there. Um, okay. Fun fact, uh, Owen, if Levi was not able to come up with a, a name for Stitch, uh, Chop Shop was what I was going to suggest. <laughs> <laughs> I got in there it's much a- faster with the stupid names. <laughs> <laughs> what if it's literally just ARMY? Sarge? <laughs> No, I want. I want no, like literally army. <laughs> I want something arms. My brain just keeps saying heavy arms, which is my favorite Gundam. So you know what? Do it. <laughs> yeah. Hell yes. Heavy arms. Heavy arms. All right, fucking heavy arms. Let's go. What nice. kind of? Well, obviously we know what the fuck augmentation you got. Mm-hmm. And your big ass robot arm. How like when you're standing? When your character is like standing just straight up, how far down does their arm go? Is it, touch- is oh, it like, almost, the- almost to their feet? Yes. Nice. Okay. Cool. So it is like it is full There's ass no like bionic commando shit. It's full ass bionic commando. Great. Okay. Cool. What's what's their uh, ranged weapon of choice? Hmm. I do see wrist rockets there. They could yeah, come out of their arms just shoots rockets. Um, I I am guessing that your melee weapon is also going to be something to do with your arm. Yeah, you know why would you use anything else yeah. but your fist? I am. Hold on a second. This is not going to. This is obviously not canon. But I am basically imagining that your uh, arm looks like a very small version of like a Sam launcher. <laughs> <laughs> it's just sort of vaguely truck shaped and it has missile pods on it. It's got a hand. <laughs> God. Awesome. All right. Then you got your uh, PCD. And what's your sick cyberpunk outfit look like? They obviously have to wear something without sleeves. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Yeah, clearly. Maybe like um, they have ripped the the sleeves off of like a like a cat suit type of like yeah. a maybe their former uniform, and they've just Hell ripped yeah. the sleeves off of it. It's got Sounds like good. light insets. Great. All right, that's our that's our crew. So mm-hmm. players, you get to make uh, two important decisions as a crew. Mm-hmm. The first is if you happen to have the little rules booklet up, mm-hmm. uh, you're going to pick two advantages and one disadvantage for your team, and you can either okay. all agree to roll three d six, or you can just uh, vote. Well, I see that one of them is a sweet ride, and since we have a driver, I feel like that's only fair. Cool, thank you. All right. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I think that's also I'm just gonna put do GM Fiat and say Sweet Ride is probably yeah. essential for the driver. Uh, so what's your second uh, advantage? Mm. We're trying to bust somebody out of prison, so I yeah. I think like someone on the inside might be cool, but also you know if we could drive oh, the car the through one. the gate, that would be cool too. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, someone, I like someone on the inside if only because it makes me think of, like, who on the inside this would be, and I think Yeah, that... you could have one, one of the wrestlers, uh... Oh, shit. Oh, yes! It could be one of the wrestlers. I was cool. thinking about, like, just one of the random, like, techs who's always walking around backstage and I think I, I think I have a good idea for who it could be, but I don't want to say. Okay. <laughs> I, I want it to be a surprise. Oh. Then I vote someone on the inside. I'm yeah. in favor of that. A, we've got a mysterious benefactor. That I like that. 
All right. So, what's your what's your crew's disadvantage? I feel like the only choice is they don't blend in at all. Yeah, that yes. one definitely seems like that. <laughs> my guy does. Do, my guy could potentially blend into That's... some, if not all, situations. But like Jason to everyone else, I would understand <laughs> if. Stitch is weird, but there is a legacy of wrestler on the roster named Sawbones who has a doctor gimmick. Okay, that's true. He wears a lab coat and like one of those head reflector circle thingies. They might think you're just a fan or someone in his posse. (laughs) Um, How about just um, hmm? You know, everyone here seems to be sort of like holding on to some of their older gimmicks. So what about just our new at this? All right, sure. That works. This is like your second job, and your first one was the one where your gang's <laughs> boss got <laughs> Yeah. Alright, uh, so, now, what is your team's slick cyberpunk name? Oh, oh fuck. Too many mm. good options. The Chummers. The what? Chummer is something that you call like it's like a friendly epithet in Shadowrun, and I love it. Um, but also, oh, I thought Chummer was someone who also is like liable to get fucking killed. Maybe I don't know. Wait, no, I'm thinking. I'm call. I'm thinking of. Uh, I'm thinking of uh, the thing where it's like they call all, all rookies tomatoes. No, oh. right. Uh, because of their tendency to get turned into salsa. Oh, I God. see. Chummer has <laughs> my brain. I don't think this is true. But my brain just said Chummer has the same basic connotations as Paisan. Um, <laughs> hey Chummer, <laughs> I have a cannoli. You help me with this? Oh no, Mayor Scamboli, no. <laughs> what? They were getting this. We're just, In, no, inexplicably, we're... your group's cyberpunk name is Mayor Scamboli. <laughs> We're dipping back into our pregame chatter no, lore. We can't do that. What about okay. for for those of you at home? Our pregame chatter involved waxing for like thirty minutes about the animated movie Pinocchio three thousand. <laughs> what if we're the Florida Raiders? <laughs> oh, oh my God! No, you're, you. What if your cyberpunk name is literally a, a the name of a Florida sports team because your cyberpunk organization is just a former Florida sports team? <laughs> yeah. What? Absolutely. I demand this. Because <laughs> we're going, look, we're going to Bucks, to, to Neo Bucks Stadium. Okay. Yeah, you're going to Neo Raymond James. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what? So, so what, what are we, the Buccaneers? No, we are Bucan- the... We are the I'd say Buccaneers would be the local option. We're the Cyber Dolphins. <laughs> oh, good. Yes. You're from... You're you're from Miami and you're doing a job. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Great. I'm I'm just gonna go go ahead and put the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> you have you have really shitty personalized jerseys that you wear under your your getups. Oh my god. Ah. Uh, okay. All right. Oh god. So excellent. All right, I think that's everything. So, uh, the way this kicks off, uh, per per how this goes, uh, usually it says to start uh, either being given the job or right outside the job. But I think just for, uh, since we've already kind of established what the, what the job is, y'all are just, like, literally hanging out in the incredibly jam-packed parking lot of 
Tampa Bay's own uh, Neo Raymond James Stadium. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's people everywhere. There's tons of uh, people who are who appear like greeters, but that you would know are like corpse sentries that are like kind of geared into the security system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, like you haven't been noticed or anything because there is just a glut of people who are all pouring in for tonight's big, uh, the beginning of tonight's Marsh Madness. Where uh, the America's most famous wrestlers are going to uh, body each other for corporate advertising profits. <laughs> so, who's what? What's your game plan? Who's who's gonna make the first move to get us in the door here? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, hmm. <laughs> we need to find out where you. Uh, I, I will say also, you do see someone walk in and then get checked for get like or people are getting checked as they walked in by like metal detectors. And one man. one guy comes in and like the metal detector goes off and he just is shot. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then and is very quickly carted away by uh by a by a on site paramedic. Okay, cool. Good to know. Yeah, so Heavy's not going to go in the front door. Yeah, I don't think we can get the arm through the door, and frankly, I would also very much (laughs) like to take my shotgun in, thank you. Um, Suit is just kind of like surveying situation, and uh, let's see, so I have not been to like the modern equivalent of this place, but is it like right in the, is it like right in the middle of the city? No, it's in like the suburbs, not- Okay. Well, I mean, this is- this is. yeah. This is Neo Far Future 1999. Uh, so it Tampa is Bay. in the heart of the city. So, so everything is the heart of the city. Okay. So, um, let's see. Well, normally I like to do my jobs from about two stories up in the opposite skyscraper. But it looks like yeah, I'm going to have to get a little more up close and personal for this one. So we're uh, driving the car through the gate? Because I can do that. We could we could look for a door on the back side of the building or employees or I was I was gonna say that. Look, Lex, I admire your moxie. That's gonna take you far. But sometimes you gotta take the simplest. Sometimes the best option isn't the fastest one. That here's what sounds I sounds completely untrue. Is it Moxie an old soda? Here's what I will also say, since you do have someone on the inside, uh, one of you, uh, if it to the extent it becomes relevant, if you want to specify that you have a way in, or in, like your justification for it is this is what was uh, like prepared for you by someone on the inside, like it's not going to be a way to completely circumvent things, mm-hmm. but if you need like a hook, you know, maybe, maybe we have had a back door pointed out to us. Yeah, or we can um, cause what? a distraction. <laughs> yeah, of course that. That's us. I will say because this is an arena, you would uh, know that like like most of these arenas, there are like a plurality of entrances, and most of them are guarded. But like, if you you can probably find a way to uh, like, there's probably something that you can do to just sort of even if even if you're going in through the front door, go through the front door in a way that uh, prevents you from necessarily being grabbed by. Uh, the sentries or metal detector. Okay, um, then you know what? Um, yeah, okay. I think I think I've got an idea for what a suit is. How suit's going to approach this? Okay, he's going to like turn to everyone, like, okay, you guys are all kind of visibly weird. What? Um, <laughs> but luckily, so are a lot of rich people. What I'm gonna do is, you are folks, a lot, uh, 
is some young thrill seekers with a lot of money and it's going to be best for everyone if they just look the other way and let you through and i'm going to take the point on that all right we all on the same page you're gonna bribe the guards a little bit of that too that works for me why did you get money can i have some i've invested (laughs) it (laughs) <laughs> all right so it sounds like the, the, it sounds like the four of you are approaching the front gates i uh, had with, a nest egg <laughs> with with suit taking point and mm-hmm. event, and after you wait in line for like maybe 10 minutes as mm-hmm. uh, a mob of people gets kind of pushed through the scans and all that and uh you yourself push your way through the crowd mm-hmm. uh you eventually basically get right up to uh, one of the sentries who is by one of the metal detectors you have to go through mm-hmm. and uh the sentry who's just just some you know he's literally a faceless dude like he just sort of has like kind of a robot looking head on i think he's a normal person but his identity is obscured and he has like a baseball cap over it Mm -hmm. like he looks really dumb Uh, (laughs) but he's like all right i'm gonna need you to uh tender any weapons or 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 removable augmentations before you go through that metal detector uh if you don't I mean, you, and then uh, someone uh, literally right next to you goes through trying to sneak a weapon through, and they also get shot. He's like, okay. If you, if, <laughs> look, okay. we're not fucking around, is what I'm trying to tell you. Now, now cough up. Hey, hey, look, look, I understand that. I respect that. I'm not going to run around the park. Here's the situation. <laughs> we're, um, I've, listen, these are a bunch of prospective clients. They could, their support could make or break one of the biggest deals in my firm. They, uh, we got some stuff. It's nothing, nothing dangerous for anyone besides ourselves. Um, it's just we got some. Uh, let me let me put it. It's it's some red chrome, and I'm going to just assume that that is a general term for like, um, cyber drugs. Uh huh. Let's go. Yeah, all this like all this metal is like literal like actual machinery that we're going to use to get high you know stellar all yeah, right because uh, you know the so we're the sort of folks we need like a little extra edge to the entertainment you know so i can make it worth your while and he right. flashes like his like credits chip or whatever so what so which of your which of your skills are you trying to use here i suppose i'm asking are you using your cyber or your punk now i could flavor this as cyber because it's something he did plan out but is the more i'm doing this the more this does sound like improvisation and fast talking so i think here's what i'll say i think if you have already prepared for this and you can have like i don't know some actual like proof of some kind that you've prepared for this i will let you do it as cyber hmm um well maybe uh Maybe he has like a like a yeah. cyber syringe from Stitch or something. Oh yeah, yeah. I could. I was. I was gonna say I could have like a like he like opens up his suitcase not enough to show that there is like a gun inside. He reaches in and pulls out like a like a vape pen that can kill you. If you <laughs> <use it wrong. laughs> um, so uh, a regular, regular, regular vape pen, <laughs> but quicker. That um, yeah. That's All right. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna say this, I think this might just straight up be a, you know, I gave you the, the cyber for having the props. I'm just gonna say this is a flat, uh, 1d6. I think it's, I I wouldn't say favorable situation or right skill slash equipment. 
that's that's fair. All right, so roll your dice. Three. All right. Well, you rolled under your dice, and you mm-hmm. only rolled one, so you barely manage it. I inflict mm-hmm. a complication, harm, or cost. And uh, this dude, you can't tell how he's reacting necessarily, because, again, he's got, like, a robot face mask on, mm-hmm. so he does not have any uh, identifiable facial features or expressions. But he just sort of, like, gets up kind of close to you, like, kind of uncomfortably close to you. It's like, if if, if you want me to... to, to I'm, I'm going to put myself in some big shit if you aren't legitimate i need something from you and what what i want from you is i want i want some of that smack okay then <laughs> just like he just hands him he uh, just hand him like the the uh the the pen it's like all like it's already loaded buddy knock yourself out but now does it actually have anything in it um, yeah i think uh probably got something legit Cool. Actually, you know what? Uh, I have a good way to decide. If this. we planned uh, this out before, well, as I say, like, yeah, I can find something. Well, I don't know how much was. I, I was gonna say, here's what I think. Uh, how about we have like the equivalent of a Blades in the Dark, like uh, fucking what is it? Like the uh, flashback roll. Sure. And let's say uh, Stitch. How about you uh, roll Cyber and with a uh, let's say a three d six. And uh, oh. we'll say we're a 3d6 to see if you actually have anything in it. <laughs> and I want dice to get under four. Okay. Yeah. All right. Just playing Calvin Ball here. Oh. Let's see. Oh, looking good. Oh, one of them is. Let's see. If you roll your exact ex- number, you get Cyberpunk. And also, that is uh, <laughs> three successes otherwise. So, uh, critical success. Uh, oh, I will say Jesus. that. So what I'll say is, you give him the vape pen with loaded up with your red chrome cartridge, and he mm-hmm. uh, waves you through. What this Rube doesn't know is you got, like, three more like that in that briefcase. All Ooh. very... You, you've got... You've, you've managed to secure a good stock. And also, nice. uh, Stitch, since you did get... Uh, since you did get this system's equivalent of laser feelings, which is just called cyberpunk, <laughs> uh, feel free to ask me a question of any kind, and I will answer you honestly. Hmm. At this point, you have also uh, he he has momentarily deactivated the uh, the scanners and waved you through, and then yeah. flicked them back on after you went through. Okay. Um, I guess I'm just curious. Like, do I know who's doing security? Like, how serious is it? You have okay. What I'll say is, you know. Um, it's le- not a specific person, because again, this is like a major stadium owned by a very big entertainment megacorp. Yeah, I figure uh, they like hired a security company. Or... Well, what? Well, actually, what you probably know is that while there's probably some like contract work on like the outside, uh, the er, and like maybe like the uh, more accessible areas, vis-a-vis just like having normal security, that you can yeah. expect that once you get into like the employees-only area, they have their own. Uh, internal security systems that might be more dangerous <laughs> okay okay all uh, right and and you know and you know this just from your own like research into uh the company beforehand you've seen some fucking dark web postings about <laughs> uh about what uh work about from some guy you, you specifically look for some guy who used to work it or something like that at www 
And uh, you know for a fact that he was killed horribly after making the post, <laughs> but you were able to find, like, archived data of the post where he mentioned offhand that the internal security, that there's an internal security system. Oh, All right. Man. Good luck out there, environmental storytelling. So you <laughs> are... <laughs> You are past the front gates, and you are inside one of the, like, sort of main entry lobbies of Mm -hmm. uh, Neo Raymond James Stadium. And interestingly enough, uh, well, you haven't, well, you, there's not necessarily an actual uh, gang uniform or anything like that. You do notice a very large man uh, sort of standing around in a Miami Dolphins jersey. Oh, <laughs> before we proceed, can I just, like, retroactively say, if we're gonna, like, walk right in the front, I probably have at least some kind of, like, a cloak or something on. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. Doesn't, it doesn't hide much, but... <laughs> okay. I think also for what it's worth, uh, th- there's probably other people who have gone in with robot arms, but they've had to, like, had them checked for weaponry <laughs> and stuff, or, like, yeah. and removed if they don't, if they do. Mm-hmm. So you have been allowed to go in with a, like... A fairly unusual looking, but uh, no one realizes entirely illegal uh, missile launching <laughs> robot arm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. Okay. Uh, so I can safely assume that uh, our Miami Dolphins jersey wearing friend is our man on the inside, probably. You, you have reason, reason to. You, it's, it's fair to assume such. Not the Miami Dolphins has at this point been disbanded for like twenty years. So. <laughs> like, oh man! Yeah. It, so if people have jerseys, they're usually not wearing them out. They have them in like a glass case or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> After they in the seventies with the Dolphins in this universe. <laughs> well, the thing is, they won their perfect Super Bowl season oh. in seventy two. Uh, mm-hmm. When they, you know, got their 14-game perfect win streak and won the Super Bowl. And then they were killed, all of them. <laughs> oh, no. Every single one of them, because it turns out they were using <laughs> illegal cyberpunkery. No. To- no, it, is, it, is, it is believed that some sort of legion of bookies from across America uh, descended upon them <laughs> and destroyed they them. They all turned up in the river. <laughs> yeah. They all turned, they turned up in up Tampa Bay. It's Miami. They turned. They turned. Oh, up yeah. in Dolphins. Oh no, I'm sorry, no, it is Miami. I'm thinking they, they, about. They, I'm thinking about inland. I'm sorry. They turned up in Key West and not the way you want to turn up in Key West. <laughs> <laughs> they did not have uh, Jimmy Buffett Island drinks when they were in Key West. <laughs> and, and aside from this guy who's wearing a Dolphins jersey, and right now he's he isn't like facing the door or anything. He's looking around in the crowd. Um, but aside from him, there's like a similar kind of. Uh, there's not any scanners in here, but you do notice that there are s- people who look similarly to the uh, gate guard outside who are, like, kind of, like, keeping an eye out on things, make, like, looking for suspicious activity and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. aside from that, it seems like you're in a pretty low-security environment otherwise. Okay. Right. Um, well, then Lex is just gonna uh, basically walk up and be like, Hey, buddy! We've been and, looking for uh, you out in the parking lot. You, you, the the large the large bald man turns around and you see his very pig like face. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's good to see you. Thanks for coming out. And he gives you he gives you a very big sweaty bacon smelling hug. And he's like, "Gosh, I'm so glad to see you. You're you're uh," and then he kind of lowers his voice. "You're you're also uh, fans of the dolphins, right?" Oh yeah, love the Dolphins. Perfect season, baby. Oh yeah. thank God! Look, I 
I'm 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 working up a sweat out here. It's it's I need to get back to the AC in my booth, but uh look, I wanted to give you and he like hands he like fishes around in his thing and hands you a bunch of like uh VIP seat passes and uh that and he's like these'll these'll help you get through to uh you know, all the civilian accessible parts of the place pretty well often. Uh if if anyone asks, uh I don't know you and you don't know me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna head back to do my job. All right. Hell yeah! Hey. Roll dolphins. Oh, shit. Yeah. All right. <laughs> roll dolphins. I'm so glad I have this. It's just like, damn. That's right, that baby. Is... Roll dolphins. I'll see you in the ring. And then he, uh, he. Uh, that's the Pigman. Damn. That, that that's Mr. Pigman or Mr. Man Pig, whatever I call him. <laughs> Man Pig. <laughs> Whatever the fuck his name was. I, I don't even remember if that's what his voice is like. That's what his voice is now. Um, I think so, it's pretty close. So you now also have, uh, you have traded in, you are someone on the inside, uh, at least for the moment, for a broadly useful uh, civilian all-access pass uh, to VIP seats, to wherever else you can go as a normal person. Uh, so if there's any issue of needing to present your pass or anything like that, you're good. Cool. So... Uh, now that you're inside, though, uh, what you know about this place is that obviously it's a big wrestling arena and it has the usual kinds of like concessions and uh, seating and other sorts of ancillary areas. So I guess the question is, uh, where are you going to go or what are you going to look for? Well, presumably Fash Barrister is being held backstage, Yes. Uh, you know it is called backstage. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. You do not gotcha. know what you do not know exactly what the backstage entails, but you know it is called the backstage. <laughs> gotcha. If, if we head out into the arena, like we head up to like the second level or something to speak our heads out, we'll see which side of the arena like the Titan Tron is on. And that'll tell us where like the locker rooms and uh like backstage and stuff are. Hey, you know what? Since he suggested that, roll punk for that, and I'm going to give you uh I'm going to give you two dice, one from you just rolling it, and two because you had the very good idea. Oh, okay, cool. I'm giving I'm giving you a GM fiat dice for that one. <laughs> All right, so I want to get over four. All right. Oh, I got one success. It looks like. Oh, you. Oh, yeah, you did roll two. Okay, so you got over four. So if one decides sees you, you. It says barely manage it, so basically what I'm going to say is you go in, uh, and that's pretty simple, but, and you are actually, by the position of Titantron, you're able to tell that the entrance to backstage is going to be, like, if not right below you, like, incredibly close, uh, it's, you're, you're, like, basically positioned right next to the backstage, uh, entrance, Mm -hmm. as it were, um, however, the crowd of people flowing into the seating is preventing you from going out the way you came. Mm. So okay. now you're kind of like in the bleachers, trying getting kind of jostled. Yeah, people around. are trying to find their seats. Oh, yeah, shit. you're yeah. kind of getting jostled around, and like you have like, worst case scenario, these are box seat tickets. So it's like it's not like they're like just things that look like tickets. Like they're real ass tickets. Okay, uh, but obviously you're not trying to sit down and watch the game necessarily. You're trying to find your way uh, down. Yeah. Um, um, and as if... I, I say, as you guys are standing around, you do notice like. Uh, one of the sort of uh, sentries kind of like notices the uh, traffic the traffic jam, and so he starts to approach you kind of slowly. Oh, maybe we need oh. to uh, start trying to find out where our seats are at. Yeah, a minute here, yeah. or at least, or at least like move. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, box seats. This is uh, this is what I missed, honestly. 
Usually, whenever I'm just in, whenever I'm in town here, I just listen to shows from the uh, parking deck across the street. I've, I think I've been to, I've been to a couple shows, but usually I'm like way up in the corner behind. So I've never, you know, they mug for the camera. They're like, look, I'm looking at their backs. Of course, being high up in a private situation is definitely ideal for my set of skills, but only if. Our targets are in the arena, and I feel like we want to yeah, already be done before that happens. <laughs> trying to You're, avoid getting anybody yeah, in the arena. The, yeah, the we're, act, trying, we're trying the, to rescue. The actual center arena right now is currently empty. Okay. Like, it, okay. it's still very much pre-match. Like, maybe, like maybe you know, you see uh, you see uh, Mr. Manpig uh, going down to his little uh, seat at the table, <laughs> and, like, there's a yeah. uh, fucking... Who is it? Uh... Uh, who's the? Oh my god! Oh, the uh, the third generation clone of Michael Cole. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you see the third generation clone of Michael Cole also yeah. there, and like Mr. Uh, Mr. Manpig looks very uncomfortable around him because he knew the se- like he was working with the second generation clone of Mike of, of Michael Cole until very recently. <laughs> Four second generation Michael Cole. Okay, yeah, so- sideburns. So, are we are we trying to get to our seats first, or do we want to get out of here? Is my question. Before I say what, uh, that's up to you. Trying to think of a good way to get backstage. Mm-hmm. Now there's all these people here. Maybe. Yeah. Like leaving the way you came isn't an option, but you can navigate the internal of uh, the seating area. However. It- however you do, and also probably find a way back out through a different uh, entrance okay, if okay. it comes to that. So, I think, and there's a, is the sentry approaching us yet, or are they just looking at us? They're uh, approaching slowly. I'd say with the time you spent vamping, they've like kind of cleared half the distance. <laughs> okay, so, so what Heavy is going to do is they're going to kind of take point, because of their the bulk, and kind of mm-hmm. push through the crowd and approach the sentry and be like, Hey, uh, um, we kind of got stuck here. We're just looking for the bathroom. Can you point me to the nearest one? All right. Uh, let me think. What what kind of, uh, what are you using here? Is this, would you say this is cyber or punk? This would be punk, I, I think. Yeah, <laughs> this is definitely improbable. Okay, because he's living very suspicious. All right. Yeah. Um, let's see. So you're rolling on d6. This is not a favorable situation. Uh. I do not know that you are necessarily, uh, I do not know that there are skills or equipment that will help you, uh, ask a hostile, uh, watchman about where the bathroom is. Nope. So just go ahead and give me one. Well, let's see. I got a five. All right. And your, and your number is two, so you're good. Um, the, the, the sentry, I'm not going to bother. But. <laughs> uh, whatever. Uh, the sentry is not going to, uh, what, they, I'm not going to bother forcing the sentry, but basically, like, they direct you to where the bathroom is, but they, uh, inform you that you need to stop blocking traffic now. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Well, we and, and, like, there, and there, and there's a bathroom, like, it's a little bit farther away from, uh, kind of where you want to be heading, but it's also, mm-hmm. like, a less, uh, it, it, you are able to basically, uh, go through a different exit back out into a, uh, a more, uh, manageable kind of lobby space. And so you can get your bearings a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're no longer being trapped by a flood of people all coming into <laughs> the seating area. Yeah. And I'll say, I'll say at least also because of where the 
I, I mean, I'm just going off of what I think, off of what I vaguely remember wrestling arenas look like, but you're <laughs> able to not without, like, a whole lot of trouble, like, get down to the first floor that's, like, a bit closer to the actual, like, ground entrance mm-hmm. of okay. the thing. So you're at least, like, better positioned now and you know kind of where it is that it is. Um, what I will say is that you notice as you're going that you do see, like, a sentry, like, kind of apparently talking into their calm, and then they very clearly, like, even even despite kind of featureless mask, like, they look up at you and then act like they're not talking on their calm. Mm. Uh. Okay. Um, see, I have, like, a plan that could at least maybe oh. be, What's, like, your What's your plan? What's your plan? What's your plan? Uh, my your plan, plan? <laughs> is, to get, is to cut the lights in the oh. on the floor so we can use kind of some of the chaos and generally just Hell the yeah. idea is to uh uh we're gonna we're gonna go to the little girl's room and uh overload from the um like the light switches try to basically create like a power surge that's gonna short out um maybe the wiring in the general like that vicinity you know? Hell yeah. Alright. So Light switches you... connecting to like the main lighting grid sounds like a very cyberpunk thing. Oh yeah. So let's uh just say that you go and do that. <laughs> let's just say yeah. that's what you're going and doing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, are you having someone else do this or are you doing this? <laughs> it depends if I can if I can flavor this as punk because I'm making You absolutely a- cannot. <laughs> <laughs> Did the, not the, think so. Uh, this is a tech thing, and this is inarguably cyber. One hundred percent cyber. I'm I'm fine taking point on that then. Cool. All right. Are Wait. you going to also go into the little girl's room? I'm going to go into the big man's room. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so. So, well, I wanted so, to powder my nose while I was in there, but that's fine. I mean, you can. Too, you can. You can. You can go to different bathrooms. You can just go to the bathroom if you want sure. to. <laughs> Roll to piss. Um, <laughs> Roll to fix my makeup. Thank you. Um. So. Uh, so yeah, suit's gonna duck into the bathroom, like sort of look back and forth. Oh, you have a taser. Then... You should use that. Well, I was thinking I could actually maybe use my weird like. They're designed for interacting with guns, but my weird little like wrist you. USBs. Mm. So you can brain jack into the light system? Something like that, yeah. Would that cool. make sense? All, fucking alright, let's go for that. That's definitely cyber. Uh-huh. Um, you get 1d6. Uh, let me think. I don't know if this is a favorable situation or not. I'm inclined to say not really. Because uh, you're just sort of like... You're right. improvising something that you have not really planned. Mm-hmm. And also you're in a public bathroom. Right. Um, and... You know, I'll give you the extra plus 1d for the equipment, because you're using yeah. something you can justify to do it. So let's say you mm-hmm. get 2d6. Okay. Rolling, and I want to go under. under 5 or under 5, I believe. I got 3 and a 5. Cool. cool. Okay, so first thing is that to succeed, so you do it well. Good job. Uh, you jack in, and you can see the Matrix data stream in your fucking brain. <laughs> and then, then there is literally just a, like, a fucking... Uh, what is it? A uh, reboot-esque, like, bad CGI, like, light switch. And you just yeah. flick it, and the stadium goes dark yeah. instantly. You hear the boom of, like, all nice. the lights going down. All right. um, and also, you rolled your exact number. So you are a true cyberpunk. You get special insight into what's going on. 
All right, uh, and this feels like something I could probably like glean by being in their systems for a bit. But uh, where have they got Fashbasher? They have, as we've, I'll say this as we as we know, like you do have to go in through the backstage, like mm-hmm. literally enter the backstage. But yeah. you also see an unlabeled, uh, presumably confidential, uh, sort of sub complex under the backstage, Damn. and uh, the sort of like net ID that you have associated with your client's uh, target, uh, it briefly pings from inside that that complex. All so right. you know that you need to go into the backstage and then, like, find some kind of secret entrance. All right, so as he hustles out to meet the group, like, all right, folks, we are heading down. Well, let's oh. head on down and find ourselves a door and uh, get the hell out of this place, because I feel like there are people definitely looking for us now, so. Hmm. Yeah. What I will say, I think, to, just to, like, move uh, a little bit forward, is that you are very easily able to find, like an entrance that based on your like knowledge of the like both your knowledge of the of the stadium coming into it and also whatever uh suit was able to glean from hacking into the the system mm-hmm. you're able to find an entrance that would take you to the backstage but it is obviously there is there is an armed guard in front of it okay and they they are uh they do they do not appear to give you any mind but they are also not budging all right then um well it's dark so it, in here yeah. Um, it is dark yeah. you actually that is that is correct you hear a lot of like the guard is standing point and i think they i think they have like you can kind of see like the glow of like i of uh they have like some kind of a uh, vision enhancer on uh but like mm. you see a lot of people with like kind of shitty flashlights like running around trying to figure out what the hell happened to the lights mm-hmm. so even if he can see you like most like no one else really knows that you're there I think this is probably a situation for a living weapon. Yeah, I was about I, to say somebody so distract too. him and we, we yep. uh, bash him over the head. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was going to do, actually. So, yeah, um, Heavy's going to sidle up to them and they are going to bring their arm down. Oh. <laughs> All right, simple enough. Uh, sounds like punk to me. Um, let's see, it's going to be 1d6. Uh, I'm not going to say... I'm... Mm, I have to think about favorable for a second, but you do definitely have the right skills and equipment for yes. it because, uh, despite this guy's armored helmet, like your uh, your fucking arm probably weighs it's like five hundred fucking. Yeah. It, it probably yeah. weighs like five hundred pounds. Let's be real. Yeah, they call um, it heavy first. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, let's say not the favorable situation because he does have the like this guy specifically does have the ability to see you despite the darkness. Right. All right. All right. So give me a two d six. I got two and one. Two and my number's one. three. <laughs> and you needed to roll over, over your number, huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh I did. no. None of your dice succeed. Yes. It oh, goes no. wrong. The GM says how things get worse. Um and so what happens is he doesn't like react to your approach at all. Mm-hmm. Um and so you pr- you're pretty sure you've got the drop on him and you raise your arm and he like just instantly, like, swivels on his heels, and suddenly you've got a shotgun wound in the gut. Oh. Oh, no. You stagger backwards, uh, and there's a, like, and he, you see the rest of you, after this happens, you see him reach for his comms. What do you do? Alright, um, well, there's already been one shotgun, so if, like, our other shotgun person Oh, yeah. Uh, Oh, wait, there's two of us with a shotgun. (laughs) Yeah, Stitch... Probably has a far less uh, futuristic shotgun. Probably something he got from 
like Cabela's, but <laughs> what, would I, what do you think I have a roll for that? Just uh, uh for for t- firing back, I I think that would also probably be be punk. Oh, then I guess. Okay. Uh, you want? Uh, I've got then... a shotgun too. I figure I can just you know, he's 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 focused on heavy and like I can get him in the back. Oh, okay. You know, um, so can... yeah, I'd have to get over four. Is that right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. That's a one and three. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I'm sure there's issues where cyber can be weapons, but in this one, since it's like, uh, you know, things have degraded suddenly. It's a bit, yeah, like, I get you. Recklessness. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, well, Lex. Hello, keep, let's try first. Lex yeah. keeps so her, her shock, her sawed off down inside, like, the pant leg of her mm-hmm. baggy coveralls that she's got tied around her waist. Uh, mm-hmm. and she just whips that fucking thing out while he's busy, you know. Reaching for his comms. Reaching for his comms, and he's dealing with uh, Heavy. She just, you know, fires right. hopefully I'm, a load in his bag. Uh, I'm going to unlike, un, uh, I'm going to give you three, because I think he's the uh, like same situation as before, but I think he's now distracted right. by pulling his comms. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give you three. Alright, so that's a six, that's four, and that's a six. All right, so that's three successes. You get a critical success. Yes. The GM tells you it's some extra benefit you get. And what happens is uh, you whip out your sawed-off. You have the sawed-off, right? Yes. Okay. You whip out your sawed-off, and you fire it at him, and the 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 spread of pellets is just such that it just fucking uh, severs his head. Yeah, excellent. It is, <laughs> it is like Fallout, literally. Like, <laughs> you, you critically hit his head, and it just comes off at the seam. Cool. Like, and he... <laughs> And he collapses and it does it does six million flips. And-, <laughs> and I was gonna say, as as for the extra benefit, he did not uh, successfully get uh, his call through. Like you can tell, his calm is like on a contact screen of some kind, but mm-hmm. no call has been made. And then also the lights are still off; they cool. have not found. Okay. So like, as far as anyone, like you hear some yelling about there being some gunshots, but like no one has come near you yet. Cool. All right. Then. Oh, can I say that uh, Stitch has like a. Like infrared and in his cyber eyes, sure. Ooh. Since it's dark, yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. All right, All right. So, y'all are entering the backstage. By the way, can we take mm-hmm. his calm? Yes, cool. You oh, okay. you do so. Uh, it is just a calm. Yeah. Uh, it, it's I, what I will say is if you like were to flip it to the uh, like sort of like live call feed, mm-hmm. there is like tons of cross chatter happening right now yeah. it's kind of difficult to uh, to tell anything right. from it um mm-hmm. and so you get downstage uh presumably uh do you do anything with the body or do you just leave it there well, how about we just drag it backstage with us what quick? shape is heavy because you said shotgun wound to the gut but <laughs> uh i'll say that you are i mean you're you're heavy you're you're a trained you're a living weapon mm-hmm. so you're yeah. you're still standing but you do okay. have uh you are currently bleeding actually really badly so <laughs> yeah. as you go down so yeah. basically here's oh. what happens here's what happens I think in the next like couple moments so you drag the body down with you to backstage and you get backstage and as you're backstage the lights come back on uh, so you're downstage you're you're back downstage lights are on you have this body also heavy is bleeding profusely from the gut just everywhere okay. <laughs> I should uh, get some first aid in there. Yeah, yeah. Go for okay. it. All right. So, let me th- let me see I'll say here. you're a you're a street medic. 
Uh, so, so, well, so what I'll say is this is the tools. I say this is cyber definitely because it's like a yeah. it's a uh, precise like kind of uh, mechanical thing almost. Uh, you got the tools. You got the experience. Uh, I want to give you. Let's say. Bu- 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 is this a favorable situation? Not really. You're in a rush. So let's give you two yeah, d six. Two dice. Okay. All right. And you're rolling a uh, cyber, so you need to roll under your number. Okay, and they are both under. Cool. What you get in here? Two and one. Perfect. Two and one. So two two dice. You succeed. Good job. You. Uh, what I think happens here is you just are able to like. I mean, you you tell me, but I was thinking like you have some kind of magnet just literally like gently pulls the fucking buckshot out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then, that's a. Yeah, like like a like a wrist magnet or something, and then just like hydrogen peroxide and like dressing. To yeah, I was saying you probably have some like adva- like super bandage, basically that you just slap on over, and it's like <laughs> uh, for for you uh, uh, for, for oh my god, I have the character name written down. One second, uh, for heavy arms. That's right, heavy arms. <laughs> yeah. I, I I forgot it was not heavy and not just arms. Uh, but you are already feeling a lot better. Uh, the bandage you can tell is like working miracles on your, uh, destroyed guts already. (laughs) (laughs) Just putting them guts all back into place. (laughs) So, uh, while you take the time to, uh, heal up heavy arms and you've, uh, stowed the body somewhere, uh, you do, like, you're not in sight of the door right now. Like, you have to go through kind of like a curving, like, sort of descending hallway a little bit. Mm-hmm. But you do hear the door that you came in from open. And uh, I, I would, I'll say, like, you can tell, like, there's definitely two or three sets of footsteps uh, going down the thing. Okay. Um, All right. We should probably just move. See if we can get, if we can just, you know, outrun them. Uh Unless we want to try to jump them, which I don't think would go very well. No. Yeah, um, I feel like I could take down one real easy, but then you know, mm-hmm. there's two other guys. Yeah, you always got to think of the other guys. <laughs> you always got to think of the other. Always got to think of the other guys. Yeah. Always got to think of the other guys. Yeah. So uh, I, I will say, if it helps decide, uh, describe it all, aside from your entrance, come in. The, this backstage area, it's kind of like. It's kind of like what you'd see. Like, you're in a room right now, but there's a hallway that exits, and if you were to look out, like, there's other... Like, it's a hallway that goes to other kind of, like, dressing rooms and things like that, mm-hmm. and you can just kind of go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but tell me what y'all want to do. Well, uh... Hmm. What... Now, we know that the... Okay, so we know that what we're looking for is, like, beneath this, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you don't know exactly how to get there, but you know that there is some kind. There's going to be some kind of entrance to a sec- to a secondary facility. How about I try and use cyber to just like predict where it would be based on just like building layouts? Yeah, I can go. Uh, that that works for me. You probably came in here uh-huh. with like a digital copy of like the the schematics to what extent they're available mm-hmm. that you can compare to. Like, the, the sort of map you got while you were in the system. So, yeah, go ahead and do that. And let's say... Okay. Um, sorry, losing my voice a little bit. You have uh, definitely the right skills and equipment, but I think this is still a situation where you're kind of rushed because you're being approached. So, let's say this is 2d6. Okay. And that is two. All right. Two success. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what happens is you do a quick cross-reference, and you see in... In uh oh my god uh what, what who is a uh, snappers wrestler in the episode with Wage the pencil slave? pusher, wage or, slave, wage slave. That's right. You see, <laughs> you see, you compare your map and you see that there is a like a secret elevator in the wage slaves 
uh, dressing room. <laughs> oh my god! And yes. y'all y'all book it, and you and you get there. You're at you're you are enter. Also, you enter the elevator, and you uh, go to uh, activate it. But it uh, actually, no, it just starts going down. Let's say that. Okay. okay. So it starts it starts going down, and it takes a while. You're you're in there for for a good like I don't know uh, 20, 30 seconds to start, and you're not really mm. sure how long it's going to take. And then you okay. start to hear an alarm in the elevator. Uh-oh. What do you All do? Right. As this is happening... Now, the elevator has not stopped, yes? The elevator is still continuing, but there okay, is, the- like, a, uh, like, a, now, like, a sort of, like, klaxon... Like, not a klaxon sound, but, like, the sort of spinning red light thing. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Heavy's All just right. gonna punch it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, sure. All right. Yeah. Cool. Uh, you're, you're gonna roll punk, and it's gonna be one dice. <laughs> yep. Okay, let's see. I got a six. Okay, you want to roll over your number? Perfect. Yes. One dice succeeds, you barely manage it. Uh, GM inflicts a complication, harm, or cost. So, you punch it. You punch the light. Uh, when you do so, you stop hearing the alarm, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and the complication is... Yeah, let's move on with the, with the drama then. The complication is that as the elevator continues to descend... Uh, and immediately after you punch out this alarm, a little side panel opens up with what a, with uh, what starts leaking out some kind of uh, uh, opaque gas. Damn it! Oh jeez. No. Oh, <laughs> All right, um, we're getting out of this elevator. Yep. Oh, uh, not until it, not until it stops or not. <laughs> yeah. Um. Let's see. Unless someone has like a punk plan for this, I think that maybe I'm going to try and. Hmm. So it's. So is it like a grate? How big is this thing? Uh, it like, it's actually like it opened up. I'd say like an envelope-sized like cavity in the wall, and just like a little nozzle came out and started spewing gas. <laughs> oh, okay then. Um, so specific. I am going to take another one of our vape pens and just stick it into the entrance. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Great. Okay. Uh, all right. So you're got. I think you're using tech for this. I think that counts. Right. Um, and I'm going to give you skills and equipment again. I think this is another two d six for te- for cyber. Okay. I got a four and a six, so um, that's one one success. Okay. So you block the thing with the vape pen. And that's cool for for a bit. It it stops spewing the gas, and uh, as far as you can tell, nothing bad has happened to you. The elevator uh, slows down to a stop, and what happens is, as the door in the elevator stops to, starts to open, the vape pen pops. Oh, and okay. now it is spewing uh, gaseous uh, red chrome all over the elevator. <laughs> It is beginning to is beginning to affect you neurologically uh, as as the uh, elevator door opens to uh, what appears and the elevator door opens right and it appears to be immediately apparently some kind of prison complex and at the front there is another armed guard who raises their weapon towards you. What are y'all doing? Heavy's going to release the missiles. (laughs) Oh, good. Not playing anymore. Let's do it. All right. Let's fucking Um, go. At risk of repeating myself, I think I think that is a two d six for punk. Yeah, uh, you you got the equipment, and it's a uh, sudden situation that would be yes. uh, amenable to that. Yeah, uh, six and three, so all my right, number so, and over. All right, and you rolled over, so that's two successes. So you do it well. Good job. Uh, as you're standing, panicked in this Wait, uh, narcotic also... <laughs> uh, elevator gas. 
uh, you just let rip uh, a pod of your micro-missiles, and they shoot forward and just turn this man into a fine red mist. He does not have a chance. You hear his scream. It's horrible, but he's he's done. He's done. Um, and... And since you rolled your exact number, you get true cyberpunk, and you get special insight into what's happening. And you can ask me a question about anything. Um, what is the quickest way to get to the fast basher from here? Um, I f- okay, let me think here. So, uh, in the the moment of clarity that you have before uh, the incredibly uh, before the. Uh, I would say amphetamine, uh, para-amphetamine effects of red chrome uh, set onto you. You have this realization, it's like, Fash Pasher did a big thing, is big shit. They're going to be kept in the most obvious ceremonial place. We just need to go straight. Okay. Yes. Just go straight is what, is what you're... Uh, is what amphetamine brain is telling you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it then. Also, I, I feel the need to inform you that unless you get out of the elevator, uh, right now I would say y'all yeah. at, y'all currently have the approximate amphetamine response of having taken like 70 milligrams of Adderall. Hell yeah. Yeah, we should leave. Well, yeah. Y'all are ready to get into, to make some uh, sweeping and specific business plans. Uh, however, yeah, is- if you don't step out of the elevator, there's a chance you'll have a heart attack and die. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, this it's is time um, to roll. Uh, like, uh, I think that suit is definitely like this is two of them I've given up now. They were my reward. <laughs> Lex is it just was my cheat day. On, Lex is just cackling on her way out of the elevator. Like hell yeah, this is my kind of Saturday night. <laughs> All right, Quick. so y'all are going Sorry. straight, and you're passing a bunch of of fucking cells. With disgraced wrestlers in them, mm-hmm. uh, who are clawing I'm desperately. So much about the company for the game. They're clawing <laughs> desperately to be released, but they are being held for some unknown purpose. Some of them are having uh, ob- obvious, like scientific drug experiments done to them. And some of them are being are sat with a with a strange robot-looking thing in a suit who is giving them ideas about how to rework their brand into something (laughs) more appropriate for a modern marketplace. And after walking for, like, maybe two minutes, you get to this uh, kind of, like, it's almost like a cul-de-sac a little bit, where it's, like, there's a hallway that kind of terminates in this, like, round chamber Mm -hmm. that has a couple of cells around it. But in the direct back cell is uh, the Fash Basher, who is just sort of, like, they're, they're not, they're like, they don't notice you're there because they're just sort of like, they look like they're sleeping, sitting up a little bit. They're like kind of in the huddled in the corner of the cell. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you approach and all that is between you and your quarry is a uh, currently locked uh, interference resistant uh, plexiglass door of some persuasion. Mm. So, okay. what you gonna do? Hmm. Um... Now we could like get a key card or something Lame. from one of those guys, but also I if, think if there were any key cards, I think uh, I think heavy arms uh, vaporized it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Try, yeah. Uh, try and hack the lock, maybe. Oh, uh, sure. I can I can take a shot at that. I've been pretty decent at hacking before. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm gonna give you one d six cyber. Because I think even reasonable. though you have the equipment, this is a very, like, advanced door lock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This right, is beyond man. your usual pay grade. As well I as get so. you. One moment. And I got a six, which is 
bad. <laughs> yeah, that is yeah, the is. worst possible number you could have rolled, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, none of your dice succeed. It goes wrong. So you try to hack in, and instantly uh, you make one misstep in the process, and instantly, like, you are zapped. Like, knocked out of the system. There's, an, like, a, like, an electrical pulse, like, just shocks you. Your your implement right now, your little wrist mm-hmm. thing, is fried. Also, uh, the alarms start to go off, and this time, <laughs> this time, there's no lights for you to punch. Just a very loud klaxon. All right. Fashbasher uh, kind of looks up from their stupor and looks at you, and they're like, and they, and they sort of look around confused, but like the alarms are going off, and if you <laughs> wait around too much longer, you can already start to hear bootfall. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Also. We do have two people here. I do not know if they have heard our Worldwide Wrestling episodes. Do you want to describe Fash Basher real quick? Because I oh, do still sure. love their design. Right. Fash Basher, as I described in Worldwide Wrestling, looks kind of like a cyberpunk version of Asuka, the wrestler from the current, from the real ass WWE. Yep. Like, uh, uh, Asian lady, very buff, uh, and just like colored and all this like super. Uh, colorful like data mosh shit mm-hmm. like the facial recognition blocking stuff and also they are a uh, as described earlier a very vocal and violent anti-capitalist who participates <laughs> in wrestling specifically to uh beat the bootlickers as they call it <laughs> awesome <laughs> personal hero um yeah let's see so we need to get this door open we need to get out of here there's almost certainly a bunch of uh guards coming our way down that hallway uh i think that um like okay so suit is like sort of like twitching and like grimacing at it like ah all right my jacks are down but and like as he is like firing the spasms he's going to open up a suitcase pull out the components of a high caliber sniper rifle and like chunk 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 them together Looks like we're solving this one the old-fashioned way. And because I like to think that this is a gun that was definitely designed to shoot through windows. Yes. It could be used to break the plexiglass. And I so will give is- you that. And since you're using... Uh, I'm, I'm willing to give you, I, I think, Cyber for this. Just because you had the, like, part... Like, the big part of this is actually putting the thing back together. And, like, mm-hmm. just using, like, something that the tech was specifically designed for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's go ahead and say this is a Cyber 2D6. Okay. And that is a three and a two. Great. Uh, you, uh, Asuka notices, uh, uh, almost, almost too late what it is you're doing and ducks <laughs> hurriedly as there's this, like, ear splitting noise, like, reverberating around the little, uh, hole you're in as the anti material rifle, uh, just fucking destroys the door. <laughs> and, uh, and, and I did call, I called I called Fash Basher Oscar. Asuka, yeah, it's about to say. Yeah. Well, that's that's, a, that's okay. Maybe Oscar is just also the Fash Basher's real name. It's fine. <laughs> so the Fash Basher's like Jesus. Oh, oh, thanks. Let's. We need to get out of here. They're, they're gonna kill y'all if we don't get out of here now. Yep. Uh, this is something that I just. I don't know how much it would help us right now, actually, but I like the idea that Lex can. Okay, it probably couldn't get it down to here, but I like the idea that maybe Lex can call our sweet ride. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Le- Lex dials a number on their personal communication device, and it makes a little sound that sounds kind of like the Dukes of Hazard theme. <laughs> 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 and 
And then they whip out the shotgun and the tire iron and are like, all right, the ride's going to be waiting for us right outside the door. So we probably ought to go. All right. You probably ought to go. All right. So how are you going to leave here? Presumably just go back to the elevator? Don't. Is it still full of? Is it still <laughs> full, full of, of super uh, I'll say you approach and you see that the amphetamine, the the vaguely poison, the combination poison amphetamine fog has kind of like spilled out onto a layer of gas, like kind of like hanging an inch off the ground, but like it is not spewing anymore, and it, okay. it is dissipating already. So all right. And I imagine that like at this point, it's always been on, but like the perturbator is just like blasting. Right now. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> all right. So, uh, speed things up a bit considering length of the episode. Uh, so, fine. you all get in. Uh, you hammer that button. You head back up. Mm-hmm. And when you get back up to uh, to uh, the dressing room, it's dark again. Oh. Oh, dear. Hmm. All right. And so, you step outside. And the way you would have come to get out, you see, is blocked by, like, a fucking uh, hyper-armored machine robot. And oh, your only geez. way, your only way out is going to be a different way. So, okay. what are you doing? Mm, checking to there's see. There's a if machine. It, or, oh, go ahead. There's a machine. There's a big. There's a big armored, super lethal uh, robot of some kind uh, got from the way you came in. And otherwise, the hallway, uh, from your understanding, basically, like there's there's a few more dressing rooms, but otherwise, it just empties out directly onto the stage. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I think. I feel confident that I could hurt that thing. I don't know I could kill in one shot. I don't go for shots where I don't. I can't kill him in one shot. It's too messy otherwise. <laughs> That's what my old man always told me. That's how we always did in the business. Until that... Well, how about you shoot him two times? That's what I'd do. I'll do it if you want. <laughs> in, a rare, in a rare moment of insight, you have the uh, thought that the, the amount of time it would take you to shoot him twice, he would probably be able to shoot you about 600 times. <laughs> <laughs> it's, got like a, it's got like a big like Team Fortress 2 minigun on one. Right. Oh, gotcha. Like, okay. it, yeah. It's a bruiser. Alright. Yeah. Um, I almost um, want to say like we just uh, exit, exit through the gift shop, and by that I mean we go out onto the stage. <laughs> Uh, and, oh shit! And, yeah, uh, and oh man, I'm like wondering if there's a way I can get the car inside the stadium. Hey, did we ever specify that the cool ride is a car? No, the cool ride is not specified as a car at this moment. It's I will, just a sweet despite ride. earlier verbiage, I will give you the attempt to say the cool ride is whatever the hell you think it is. <laughs> um, the cool ride is a stolen, converted military transport vehicle uh, yes with like a fucking plow on the front grill <laughs> oh good <laughs> and All in fact right. yeah i have already begun to formulate this so plan. what's your plan here? yeah we're absolutely going out on the stage because the way this works is that the cool ride was uh her name is bertha bertha was mm-hmm. parked uh like down the block and so lex did the math in her head and it was like you know, by the time we get up the elevator and out to the door, it should be waiting for us. But the way it actually works is that the uh, the PCD is also a transmitter. Bertha's coming to us no matter what, y'all. So oh, okay, <laughs> just fly right. through the sliding glass doors. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. It's just gonna so go for, barreling through security and through the doors sake, leading out to the stage. For sake of formality, I want you to roll me a three d six on this plan. Okay. 
Uh, and this is going to be Punk. Uh, it's the 1D6, I think. And I'm just going to say, like, this is a, a good and interesting plan, and I think mm-hmm. no one will be expecting it. So <laughs> cool. I'm just going to give you the full range of advantage on that. Okay. So I got a one, a three, and a... Wait, no, no, no. And a one. <laughs> oh. Okay. One dice succeeds. You barely manage it. There's a complication harmer cost. That's cool. One so, dice succeeded. I can work with this. Oh, yeah. So you run out into the thing, and you're dialing calm, and, and you look up for a second after you finish dialing, and you realize that the stadium itself is completely pitch black. Right. And as you walk... As y'all are coming down the ramp, you hear... A shutter slide behind you, closing off the backstage. And over the comms, ladies and gentlemen, tonight's entertainment. (laughs) And then the lights flash on. And then, hell in the cell! (laughs) (laughs) And shutters uh, drop all around, blocking the stage (laughs) from the audience who is, like, screaming. They've been quiet the entire time, but they are screaming. And your complication is that it's going to take your car a little bit of time to get here. And until it does, you're the entertainment for the night. Um, so as as you uh, take a moment to uh, adjust to the situation, you notice that the stage descends into the ground and then emerging from the hole that it has left is now another incredibly large, very lethal robot. What do you do? Oh, no. Lex is too busy trying to like hype the crowd up. It's facing y'all as it comes up and its minigun is already starting to spin. <laughs> oh, cool. All right. Well, I assume that I've just had my gun in my hands this whole time. Yes. Yes. And well, I'm going to try and take a as, despite all of everything, I'm going to tr- I'm going to be like, all right, buddy, here's the big deal, and then, <laughs> and he's just going to like pull it up, scope to his eyes. He can't do it quite as quick as he would if his like you know jacks weren't fucked. Did you realize if this um, misses, you are salsa, right? Yeah, yeah, I okay. did. Um, what? Just like in the boardroom, baby. Um, <laughs> And gonna try and take a, an aimed shot at like whatever its like eye equivalents are. All right, yeah, sure. It has some 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 fucking optic sweet shit on the, okay. the front ish. And uh, while you do this, heavy is like gonna run out to the side and yell at it, mm-hmm. so it like okay, okay, well, looks. <laughs> I don't know if this has an assist roll, but let's go ahead and do this. How about it does. heavy? It's one d six. Okay, um. So it's 1d6, and then, like, if it works, uh, they get the bonus? I or think, how does that? I think that's how. Let me see. All right, yeah, so you, roll me, yeah. you uh, Heavy Arms, roll me 1d6 punk as you try to distract this thing. I got a five. Okay, it works. So you start running and yelling at it, and you know, and uh, uh, Suit, you notice, like, it, it starts to turn to lock onto Heavy Arms, but mm-hmm. doing so, it actually help. It, it exposes uh, the uh, like the sort of the sensory suite from a more advantageous angle, so you get a better shot on it. All so, right, then, yeah. since this is an aim shot and you're doing something a very specific attack that's like measured yeah. and patient, I'm going yeah. to give you cyber again, uh, right. and I think you've got the skills and equipment, and I'm going to give you the bonus from the assist. So this is a, a clean three d six. All right, uh, three one six. So that's two successes. All right, you do it. Um, you with your aim shot. You, you, there's just another loud ass bang, and the giant anti-material round just rips through this thing's eye. And there's like a fucking like robotic animal screech, like fucking Metal Gear Rex. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> why wouldn't you program the robots to roar? Yeah. They, 
And in the immortal words of Austin Walker, we could have made them look like anything, but we made them look like us. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, so it does this, this horrible animal screech, and then as it staggers back, it just starts to unload the minigun <laughs> yeah. in every direction possible. Yeah. Uh, this- there's... Sarah, you look. You take a look, or um, excuse me, uh, Lex. You take a look at your uh, your your transmitter, and you see that your car is like nearly halfway here. You assume by its location that it has just plowed through the uh, the poor man who you gave drugs to earlier, and like his entire his entire uh, station, and is currently uh, somewhere shortly outside the cool. lobby doors. Cool. So, uh, what are y'all doing? Lex is gonna shout. Everybody, just hang tight. And then uh, grabs Fast Basher to, like, run to take cover. Because, I mean, there's just, you know, rounds flying in every direction. Uh, and it's, you know, keep moving and maybe you won't get hit. <laughs> yeah, okay. I don't think you need to actually roll oh, for yeah. that. Because otherwise it'd be making everyone roll for that. Right. It seems like <laughs> kind of a pain in the ass. But what are y'all doing while uh, this thing just starts... It's spraying bullets everywhere. Uh Large portions of the crowd are being murdered, and the the parts of the the parts of the crowd that have not been shot to death are incredibly excited about this development. Um, I think that as this, I think like while he is scrambling, I think that suit is in the process of like folding his gun back up and putting it back in his suitcase. Um, yeah, he's you're just doing like, that. I don't think you need to roll for that or anything. Mm. Well, now that it's not like aiming at us, maybe uh, heavy arms can like flip it. Yeah, like that's just a like good tilt idea. it over. I am like, begging you it. in this moment, hands like on my hands and knees. <laughs> I need you to suplex this robot. Yes, <laughs> heavy is gonna football tackle this thing. <laughs> okay, all right. So heavy, this is gonna be punk. Um. I'm going to give you plus 1D for skills and equipment because he got the 500-pound rocket arm. Mm -hmm. And that's what you get. You get 2D6 punk. Let's go. All right. I got a 3 and a 1. So one success. Uh, You got one success and also uh, true cyberpunk. So one success, uh, you barely manage it, inflicts a complication harmor cost. So you are charging this thing with your (laughs) cool-ass rocket arm. And you... uh, What happens here? Uh, You tackle it. Uh, successfully, um, and it, like, but it also, like, it has its own secondary arm, and it, like, grabs you with its, with its non-gun robot yes. arm, and it is, like, it is, like, you, it, you've tackled it to the ground, but it is, like, crushing your throat under its, under its giant robot arm, oh, and you're, like, you are pinned right now, as it continues to fire wildly <laughs> into the crowd, um, uh, Sarah, you're... Or, uh, I keep doing that. It's okay. Uh, Lex, you you can hear your car trying to push through the, the, through the hallway right. and, like, slowly tearing down the walls as it goes, but you still <laughs> have a little more time before it gets to you. Okay. Cool. Uh, what, what are y'all doing? Who's going? Uh... Um, Heavy is stuck in a vice grip and is having the life choked out of them. Uh, the rest of you are just thankfully not being shot at currently. We need- even though even though you can hear the uh, combination of blood-curdling screams from one end of the arena as the <laughs> other end of the arena loses their fucking minds with excitement. <laughs> Alright, um, I think... We need to hmm. save Heavy. Um, yeah, I uh- think... People are people are cheering yeah. for Big Arm because they don't know your name, <laughs> but, they, but they, they, they you are you have you have instantly become the new WWW superstar. Cool. Uh, <laughs> we're doing 
for doing a fucking choke slam on a giant robot. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was so I've, I've, oh. Stitch uh, is. I think Stitch is going to use the shotgun as like a bludgeon to try to destroy like the arm that's uh, pinning heavy arms. Yeah, sure. Okay. That feels pretty punk, though, so it's going to be a difficult roll. You can do it. That's that's fair. Uh, I'll say it's favorable situation since the thing is not firing at you and also has the arm occupied currently. Okay, and so I get two I'll dice. S- I'll say, yeah, I was gonna say, I wouldn't say this is necessarily right skills equipment. I think, uh, the shotgun is going to be just as good as any other gun about taking off its arm. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll say this is a clean 2d6, uh, punk roll. Ooh, okay. Try to get active. Oh, okay, I got, I, one of the dice was a six, so I did get one success. Cool. Uh, so, you bash it. Uh, it, the, the, I forget, you shoot it or you're bashing it? Um, yeah, I'm trying to, like, uh, bash, like, the joint apart. Yeah, cool. Alright, so you bash it with the butt of your shotgun, and, like, the arm is, like, kind of, like, it has, like, sort of a human-adjacent, like, kind of, like, cyber musculature to it, basically. Mm -hmm. Like, it's supposed to be for, like, fine manipulation or whatever. And you basically just pop its elbow out, basically. And the, and the, and the arm just goes limp, and, uh, and your, your pal Heavy Arms is free from less Heavy Arms. Um, <laughs> they but, take like a few shuddering breaths and they yell at the crowd it's heavy arms and they, they yell back heavy arms heavy arms <laughs> and then uh, as as this is happening uh, and the and uh, Lex you see your, your vehicle uh, push through the, the hallway and like partially crush uh, more uh, crowd members who are on the side that was cheering but is now it's also really turned screaming. into a metalocalypse yeah. that's exactly yeah. what and, I was thinking and it, it's and a it fucking, show it charges down the, the stairs and the bleachers and busts through the fence as this happens though you hear the robot uh, struggling on the ground firing the minigun wildly into the air and you just hear initiating self destruct <laughs> Five, four, three, quick! What do you do? Yeah, we gotta, we, we gotta run get for the car. out of here. Gotta yeah. dive. Yeah, we gotta dive All right, for you're the gonna car. Have in to fact, jump. in fact, I press a button on my PCD, and it makes all of the doors on the on the cool cyber truck, not the lame Elon Musk cyber truck. Uh, <laughs> oh, the, all of the doors like, fly open. In. So the only thing we and it's it is uh, rated. To defend against a small nuclear strike. So if you can get inside the truck, you live. <laughs> All right, that's the rules. Uh, well, uh, Lex, I'm going to say you are rolling for all your friends Hell here. Yeah. This is going to be a punk. Okay. This is going to be skills and equipment. And you know what? Fuck it. I like I like this move. So I'm just going to give you the full three days. Okay. So Go it's a for five, it. a three. And a six. Great. Hell yeah. It is a critical success. You all fucking pile in to the converted APC and you and those doors close and you just hear a a whoosh and like y'all are getting spun and like you have no idea what what the fuck is happening. Uh and you spin through the air, you're being jostled around in your car, but eventually you land and it's horrible and wrenching, but you're alive. 
And also, luckily, so is the Fash Basher, who definitely has a who definitely has a concussion now, but they're still in good shape. Yeah. And, think, and and so you you get back to your driver's seat and you like fucking uh, open the shields that are on the window yeah. just so you can actually see what happens, and you just see like a giant like lingering cloud coming from the top of the Neo Raymond James Stadium and a approximately APC sized hole in the roof. Uh, <laughs> But it has been accomplished, and now you can drive uh, Fash Basher off to the drop off. And yeah. so right. you do, y'all. Y'all go. You you have your meetup point. It's a uh, it's an it's a one of the few empty, undeveloped areas just outside of town. It's like a field or something, and you get there, and there's a helicopter waiting, and you see uh, a man in a suit, and he's flanked by a few uh, armed guards. Uh, but he he does not acknowledge he he does they do not budge at your approach, and you all get out, and the he in Fash Basher comes with, and the man uh, smiles at you with a kind of with the kind of perfect smile that you would know belongs to some corp bigwig, and Fash Basher kind of looks at you solemnly as they get into the el- and into the helicopter and they fly away, and that is Cyberpunk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you very much for running that. (laughs) I hope y'all enjoyed uh, this adventure in whatever the fuck that was. Yeah. So this whole time I've been wondering, was all of that kayfabe? Uh, I don't know. I'm really wondering how we... uh... I think we might find out. Of a worldwide wrestling block. I'll certainly give it a lot of thought. I say that we... Marsh Madness is fucking ruined because <laughs> no, that's the opening act. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's no Neo Raymond James Stadium anymore. Trump no, no, fields underwater. Where it, it was a small nuclear explosion. It's completely God. normal. This, this is not un, this is not unheard of in the history of Neo Raymond right. James. That's the risk you gotta take if you want to see this show live. Also, does Heavy Arms want a contract in underground cyborg <laughs> wrestling? Yeah, you know, I was saying before we started this how the main reason that I didn't get in on um, Worldwide Wrestling was because I couldn't think of a character. Well, there you well, go. Now yeah. I have one. <laughs> yeah, you have yeah. one. Nice. All right, oh, yeah. and uh, that's it. I think next time we're maybe planning on doing Worldwide Wrestling again. Going back uh, to I that. would love that, especially yes. after this. We have discussed yeah. the possibility of doing some sort of alternating system continuing story <laughs> with this. Uh, we'll see if the trend holds. However, this was a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah, so, thank you, Saturn. Time. Yeah, uh, and until next time, uh, you can find us. Uh, same big gainers time, same big gainers. Big Gay Nerds is made possible by our Patreon supporters. We would like to give special thanks to Alexander Messick, Calvin Cox, Evelyn Nadia DuPont, Frank L., Jack Toops, Jarnope, John the Book Hoarder, Lori Dean, MC Verdandi, Ollie, Patrick Moore, Sean Kelleher, Thor Holmquist, and Trashy May. If you would like to join their ranks and gain access to special content, simply visit us at patreon.com slash biggaynerds and donate at the Lauded Gay Nerds tier. 
If you'd like to support us for free, spread the word on social media. We're at Big Gay Nerds Cast on Twitter and just Big Gay Nerds on Tumblr and Facebook.